executives. So it is Friday, October 21st, 11.37 in the a.m. For uh, intents and purposes, we'll call this the 11.30 a.m. podcast. Um, Also, we will call this, well, that's the tag, the time tag, so to speak, right? Timestamp. But what I will call this episode is my ability to be cringe. Um, Every single time I get into like a physical altercation, I almost get into a physical altercation or I get into a situation where like I get almost either upset or I find myself vexed, I record. And that's my way of working through a lot of things because I don't really have that kind of um, support system in my life. You know what I mean? I don't have anyone to call when I have a bad day. Um, I can call my mom and my dad, I'm pretty sure. But aside from them, um, I don't think to call them. But sometimes you do, you know what I mean? Like mommy, dad, you know what I mean? Sometimes you do. But, you know, that's you don't want to bother people with your problems all the time either. So, or let's say I want to say some real stupid shit. I just want to like, let's say I want to talk tough. I could record myself for like 15, 20 minutes on camera and then, you know, watch it back. And I could get an appreciation for how fucking dumb I was. Or I can, you know... Um, I can be like, you know what? That's actually valid points I'm making. Um, which has happened sometimes. I put up, you know, a reel or two after either getting into a spat with someone or actually during it or after actually getting into a physical fight. Or I'm just upset. And they've done okay. Like, people will be like, I guess, gravitate towards it. Not that I want to be that guy all the time either. But... What I'm saying, I said to say this, every, op, I feel like every, like, I feel like cringe it, I feel like the, the cringe um, instance, the scenario, the times when it happens are like the times when you get sore after working out, you know what I mean? It's an opportunity for growth, right? Like trying to understand why you felt that discomfort to the level of, Ugh, you know, like, is it an insecurity? Or, like, did you not live up to a certain standard that you think? Or, like, do you think it's that important? You know? Um, you know, it helps you work things out. As long as you're able to take proper stock of yourself, you know? And try not to delude yourself. I think it's pretty easy to 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 look at things from a favorable perspective when it comes... Excuse me. It's easy to look at things from a favorable perspective when it pertains to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, man, I, like when you tell your friends, but that's when you're telling yourself, right? But, like, when you tell that stuff to, like, someone you know, you, you kind of know that you're full of shit, right? Like, you're, like, telling them why you're, like, fucking angry, why, some, why you're having a bad day, why someone didn't do this. And then you start talking about it, and then it's like, yeah, you, you're, yeah, you're, probably, you're probably at fault, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to find someone to blame, but there is no one to blame. It's you. And, again, I'm not being funny. I'm just saying. Um, like, like talking to women, right? Even though I've been... Yeah, I guess I, I'm not ashamed of it. I've been celibate for four years. Um, it'll be four years in November, actually. Um, and I remember at one point, I was kind of, like, in this mind space where, like, talking to women... And I'm 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 relatively like successful with like female interactions in my life. 
just in general, you know what I mean? Um, I listened to my older sisters. I was lucky enough to have older sisters, and I was lucky enough to somewhat listen to what advice they gave me. Um, but I think somewhere along the line, I hit that phase where like I was um, like getting out of a relationship with this young woman that I was you know, involved with, and she was kind of like the only woman that I was like up until that point involved with for years so you know it's like that whole like man I I ain't been in the game <laughs> and I remember trying to talk to some women and it was just not going down like yep nope like and just like I, like I remember one time this is one young lady very very attractive and I remember she was in this the gas station and 100% she could have maybe just give me the fake flirt so she can go by to get her uh, to cut me in line right she had to get like a lighter and then on her way out kind of like gave me a look but I felt like it was a look and then as I'm leaving I got another look so I drive off I'm in my dad's car and I get like down the road and I can tell that she hasn't pulled out yet she pulled up like in a white car and like, I'm like, oh, like, she was pumping gas as I was leaving. And then um, as I'm pulling up, she's like driving off. She's about to drive off. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, now I'm just going to look a creep. And then she goes across the street to like this halal truck. And I was like, yes. But then like, oh, fuck. Right? You know that thing where like you don't really know how bad you want it? Like you want it, but you don't know how bad you want it until you try to actually get it. And then like you don't, and it's like, oh, maybe I don't want it. Um, and not so much that I didn't want it, but like I really wanted it. And then I chased after it, but then it was like, oh, damn, if I catch up to it, what am I going to do with it, right? So I get to her, and she's, like, smoking a cigarette, right, waiting for her, like, chicken over rice or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and, and, you know, I go into this whole thing, and I'm just so nervous and, like, just jumpy. And I remember asking for her number, and she was like, well, uh, how about social media or something? But the way she said it, right, like, from the look I got from when... I saw her in the store to when I left were like two really good signs to when like she, when I left her, actually talking to her, was like, yeah, now that's, I fucking played myself. <laughs> but it also gave me an appreciation for like, for that scenario, you know? And um, it also gives me an actual like real life reference for myself. Like, all right, that's the type of shit that happens in that scenario. And something like that happened a couple years prior also in um, Westchester community, right? I, I, again, I like to think that I talk to girls relatively well, but every guy thinks he does everything good. <laughs> um, and it was, I don't know. Um, that one was even worse. I remember, like, I said some stupid shit, like, I just want to know who I'm in class with. Like, what? <laughs> and then the funniest part, like, she, like, Hey Jamal, hey, and then just ran over like, okay, all right, Jamal, and like I like I don't even know if there's a Jamal over there. I was like, fuck, I was like, did she just run away from me? I was like, damn. <laughs> um, right, I'm talking about cringe. This uh, this couple just pulled up. Oh, they pulled away. Where'd they go? Oh, I guess they don't want to be right. <laughs> I guess they don't want to be right behind me, right next to me. It's one of those situations where people try to pull up next to you so they can like walk, like drive away, 
Like they make you uncomfortable. Like I don't get uncomfortable, man. I'm telling you, this is a, that's a perfect example, right? I was supposed to be like cringe, like oh my god, I'm recording myself, like I'm supposed to be embarrassed and run away. Oh my god, nope. I'm here, buddy. <laughs> um, like the day before yesterday, I was here, and Flushing Meadow is a beautiful park, and they take very good care of it. And I don't know if it's volunteers or if it's you know community service or what have you, or they're actual workers. But a couple days ago, they swarmed my car. Like, there was like everywhere. It looked like fucking, I looked like one of the snipers in, um, in Mogadishu, uh, um, in Black Hawk Down though. You know, not, not the real life. Obviously it's based, ah, did I just, did I just, did I just go cringe? <laughs> but it was like, dude, these people are about to chop me up and, and eat me. And, they were like yelling as I'm recording and instead of me trying to like get away from them or like get angry or you know ask them to move I just kind of like talked about them like the way this couple just pulled up and the funny thing about the couple is like, as I'm about to talk about the couple I look at them they're driving away like oh they because they saw me and they like it was I don't know it was funny like the guy had like the yep we're here and then I just look I'm just looking at them like I'm good, I'm you know, and then like I I start talking to you guys again, and I look back over there, and it's like they're gone. Like yeah, whatever, fucking, you're no fun. <laughs> but it was that same kind of vibe with the um, the volunteers on foot as they're cleaning the park, and I'm like I want, I want to give the listeners. I end up not using that um, recording, but I remember like I want to give, I want to give you guys an egg. No, uh, excuse me. A literal example. Like, here, listen. And as I opened the door to record everyone, 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 I swear, it was so cool. And everyone just left. And it's something that I've kind of been coming to a realization with. Not to get too far off of the cringe thing. But um, even maybe why cringe doesn't matter. Like, something that I'm noticing, right? I used to get angry. And I used to think that people were fucking with me because, like, it's like I'm trying to record or I'm trying to do something. Or I'm just trying to go about my day. And someone's like in my corner, like my peripheral. And it's like, they're just lingering. And I know I'm not the only person who's gone through this where like you go to look and then like as soon as you go to look, they just fucking move. And it's like, dude, you could have just like, you know what I mean? I, don't, I didn't see what the significance of that in the first place was. And um, that would like get me angry. And I just, you know, I kind of just, I don't, what I'm trying to say is, what the majority of the time, what I'm thinking it is now, is people just need to be acknowledged. You know? Like, um, whatever the fucking reason, the, the, the underlying factor, and that type of stuff, I'm not, I'm not a, um, I'm not, you know, what I'm trying to say, I'm not a, a therapist, a psychiatrist, I'm not a mental um, pro. It's not my job to psychoanalyze people. But something that I'm understanding is feeling insignificant in general is um, hard to take for people. And I guess I understand that for, like, not wanting to work a regular 9-to-5 job is for the fact that, like, I feel insignificant in the grand scheme of this person's whatever, you know. <sighs> Excuse me. Needing a job and needing to pay for things is is the way of the world so when I'm down on my luck and I needed a job 
I'm not turning my nose up at it as much as I'm acknowledging the fact that that is not a fulfilling way for me to live. And to the point where I was having bad thoughts, um, maybe even suicidal, if I can be, you know, explicitly honest. Um, but, yeah, I think that that's something, man, just I'm, I'm me. I'm comfortable in who I am. Uh, frankly, I am the little kid that I always was, you know, and always got made fun for being the difference is that the older I got I, I I wanted that to be who I was you know like something in a weird way in a perverse way maybe like I idolize like old school like mafioso gangsters old school gangsters in general they don't have to necessarily be mafiosos but mafiosos seem to be the most like prolific one excuse me the most prolific ones or the ones with the most prolific stories right like you'll have like 50 fucking lucky Luciano stories as opposed to like you know, Frank Lucas sold dope in Harlem, you know what I mean? And, you know, he had a five-year stretch, and then he went he went away for, like, 20 or whatever it was. Um, but it's like they always had their own quirks, and that's what made them them, you know what I mean? Like, let's say Fat Tony was Fat Tony because Fat Tony was fat, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and there was just something so just plain and upfront about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man. Like, uh, or there's... And these guys are fucking psychos. Fat Tony, I'm not gonna lie. He's the one gangster that I kind of, like, I am super fascinated by him to the point where I don't really see him as a bad guy. And I know that's perverse. But the rest of these guys are fucking psychos. And I know that. But say, like, a... Um, who's uh, Fat Tony or say, like, uh, this one gangster's name is Tommy Karate. Right? I believe uh, Tommy... Patera, I don't know if he's still alive or not, and if he is, I want I want no beef. Um, those are serious guys, a lot of them. But it's it's um it's one of those situations where he's called Tommy Karate because he's into karate. He actually, I believe, went to Japan and learned actual kung fu. You know, and like he has like he's known for like, having like a high pitched voice and. Kind of almost not necessarily being the most intimidating of figures. And that is the thing about, like, the mafia and even, like, fucking narcos. Like, like narcotraficantes. Sorry, I know I'm Puerto Rican. I had to throw, I, I, you know, if I'm going to throw Spanish, then throw a little bit on there. Throw a little sauce on it. Um, little salsa, you know what I mean? And they're, they're very just them, you know? Um... There isn't that, like, almost um, American need to be John Wayne. And in this particular instance, when I say the mafia, that's like the actual Italian guys in Italy, not the American-Italian mafia guys. Um, they're very much, even though I've initially was talking about them, uh, you know, it's like, the the Italian guys are, are like the like you would never know with like the Italian with the Italian um the actual Italian mafia or the Camorra and whatever whichever ones they have sorry I don't I, I'm really into it like I'm sorry but it's like you would see them and you would think they're like just the most average metro or, you know, cosmopolitan, like, guys. Like, you know what I mean? They're young. They wear, like, fucking Armani Exchange, like, T-shirts, like, AX. Like, young guys with, like... If you watch, like, Kimura 
and you see like these young up and coming kids who like idolize these guys. You know, you see like, oh, it's not fucking Brioni suits and, and pinky rings, you know? Or when you watch even the Sopranos, right? And this is fake, obviously. Um, but art imitating life, I guess. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm pretty sure that they're capturing that aspect of the like the juxtap- the juxtaposition of the like American bravado sopranos and like what they refer to as the zips which are sicily born mafia members um who come over for um for for what they call pieces of work just murder and these guys are like just super young like you know they are like one of them has like a suit on and shit the other one's kind of like wearing like a t-shirt like he looks like a dude who works at like fucking starbucks and, you know what I mean, on their way back to Italy after they fucking do the work, like, one guy has, like, a Rolex, and I think the other guy has, like, a Mont Blanc pen, right? And it's like, man, nah, man, dad's gonna love this. Like, Mont Blanc. It's like, man, this guy. <laughs> it's like, um, it's weird. Like, the way they try to, like, like uh, I can't even explain it. Maybe that's a bad example also. But, yeah, no, I think... Um, like, I just, ah, you know what I mean? I, I have to be myself. I have to be an individual, right? There's, there has to be some cringe in, in, in that. Like, I watch people all the time try to act too cool. And that, to me, is like, I wouldn't have done that, right? Like, to me, that is cringe. Like, and I get it. When, like, and the difference, like, for me, honestly, the real thing when it comes to cringe, it's like how... How well do you wear the cringe, right? I know that sounds like weird, right? It's like when you do something that's cringy, like do you do it with confidence, or like, like for example, like if I go to a store and I say have a good day to someone, and they leave me hanging, after like this uh, when I go to a store, and I'm dealing with the cash register, like, and this happens everywhere. I know, I know this because I go, I go, I, I drive, <laughs> I go out of town. Pardon that pop. But it's like, um, the, you know, the, 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 someone will leave you flat when you're talking to them. Like, all right, man, have a good day, man. I'll be like, I'll just throw my hand up. All right, I'm out of here. And like, I'm not going to let, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let the, like, I'm not, I don't have to, so to speak, um, pole vault or, or piggyback trampoline off of their energy to 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 keep myself on a on a high so to speak you know what i mean like all right man you have a good day if you don't say anything back like i remember one time i saw l cool j um backstage with some young lady i don't know i think she must have been one of the, the one of the ones right now you know what i mean and um she was like treating l cool j like you know he was nobody um it, she gave you know she gave him she gave him the like he's trying to like he might be trying to hit it kind of vibe like you know what I mean? you ain't nobody to me bro like I am right, the very unimpressed um vibe and he was very like welcoming and warm and it looked like he was gonna like give her like a little dap at the end like she did like a little like almost like the hug uh, photo shoot like photo op moment and then uh Real quick, like, they kind of separated immediately. And then he wanted to just be like, 
all right, it was nice meeting you. And then she immediately gave him, like, the back. And then instead of him, like, trying to, like, find a way to pivot or, like, to act like he wasn't trying to extend a hand to her, he extended it a little further as she's walking away from him and just kind of, like, touched her. And even if he didn't touch her, like, it was almost like the, like, the, he was going for it, like, the, all right, don't worry, I didn't take it personal. All right, all right, we good, we out of here. And he just had so much bounce in his step when he turned around from her. And I was like, fuck, that was so classy. You know what I mean? Like, that was so graceful. And in a moment that should have been so cringe, you know, and to some people it may have been. Like, a lot of people were actually upset about it. And I was actually so much more proud of how he handled it. Like, I didn't even notice the, um, like, I remember thinking, like, like, did she just, like, ignore LL Cool J? But not, like, in an angry kind of way. It was just like, what the fuck? And then I was like, look, I was like, damn, look at LL. Fuck LL. <sighs> and LL Cool J is one of my fucking just heroes, man. I love LL Cool J. And this is before I, I ever, like, lived in Queens. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a transplant in Queens. I know that. I respect that. But I love this place. This is home. Um, I don't know if I can go as far as to call it my hometown. Um, I don't even know if I have a hometown. Um, you know? I love Yonkers. I have a lot of, uh, like, com my coming-of-age stuff, a lot of it is in Yonkers. But then, like, actual roots and ties, um, the majority of the people that I know are either moved away or we just don't have any, you know what I'm saying, Con like, any type of talk. Um, whereas Aunt Sonia, Connecticut, is a smaller place, and while I don't necessarily have any real close connections or contacts out there either anymore um a lot of people are still around you know what i mean they're not they're not they're not going they haven't gone too far and i'm not being like they ain't going nowhere just they're they're, they're still there um like if i went to that house and knocked on the door there's a good chance i might know the person who answered the door so you know but like what i feel for new york i don't feel for connecticut but like the people that i have in connecticut if I could use that, I don't really know if I could use that either. I don't have a New York, you know. But then that's where it comes. You know, that's that's not that's not cringe. Like cringe. This is cringe. All right, this is cringe. With that, um, this is cringe part one because I'm pretty sure I'll be able to find a part two for this. But this is actually really cool because this is just me just um, talking about that. Um, and yeah, what I say, I think. Uh, sorry, about yelling. But yeah, it's been like four years since. Uh, since your boy and the reason why i also say that is because i i um i kind of stopped letting sex be a motivating factor for me like in um i i'd like to think in most ways i'm not gonna lie as of late like my original reason for that was my lack of relationship with my son you know so like i don't i don't have a relationship even to this day i'm trying to i'm working towards that but I don't have a relationship with my son. So it's like, how can I think as just a fucking decent person, as shitty as I've been up to this point, you know? Um, I'm not going to be that guy to, like, build new relationships when I have the most important relationship in my life that needs to be mended and I'm not doing the due diligence on that end. You know, how can I think to go to... One, it's fucking crazy for me to think that that's okay. And two, um, to use... I think an expression I used the other day, the um the other day, I was referring to Woody, Woody Allen's um 
Annie Hall. And I don't want to hear the fucking Woody Allen stuff. I get it. I understand that stuff. That's 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 a different conversation, right? But um, he has a saying, in it's a quote from Annie Hall, in his character Alvy Singer, where he's talking about how I wouldn't want to, excuse me, like why would I want to be a part of a club that's willing to have me as a member? You know what I mean? And uh, I could be paraphrasing and butchering that, but that's pretty much like, you know what I mean? Like if you fuck with me. Like, that says a lot about you, and that's not saying much, <laughs> you know? And um, that's kind of uh, that's, that's kind of how I looked at it. Like, if you know my story, not that I have to tell anybody that my story, excuse me, not that I have to tell anyone my story, right? I'm dating. I don't have to tell any young lady, like, hey, excuse me. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been an absentee father for a long time, but I'm trying to get my shit together. I may not see this girl in two weeks. But my own bag is just knowing. Um, I just didn't think much of myself. And it was, again, um, in my mind, like, if a woman finds me attractive in the current state that I'm in, I probably should not be around that woman (laughs) Um, in the grand scheme of shit. But right now, I'm kind of open to just date for the sake of fun. And, um, you know... Also tell my story if I feel like I find someone that's worth telling it to. Um, I don't plan on settling down at all, seriously, anytime soon. Not to say that if I meet someone, I wouldn't want to start um, developing, like laying the groundwork for something serious. But again, you know, my son is my priority. I'm doing a horrible job, or I've done a horrible job of... um, of showing that but you know it's like right now the last couple of months like i just started making all right I'll put it this way i just started making my child support payments again and i'm not going to go into how long it's been but i owe a lot and at one point when i was working a regular job they were taking it out of my check but then when i stopped you know they stopped taking it out and when i started working again there was a gap where i, I was just unemployed and when i started working again I was kind of, which I technically still am, but I'm in a better place now, um, working my way out of a debt. So I, I kind of like worked my, not in my mind, I kind of had it worked that I needed to like pay these monies to these people um, like as fast as possible. And in doing that, I wasn't saving anything for myself. And like, if you want to talk fucking cringe, I am like almost like I'm asking like my mom and my dad for help and my mom is cool but she's like like I'm gonna send I'll send this much right like I can't send all that but I'll send this much not to blow up anybody's spot and then my dad is kind of like uh like what are you doing like what's going on and I suffer from addiction right I've had an addiction problem before um I haven't had a drink in the longest I don't personally crave that you know I do smoke pot I do drink coffee but as far as alcohol and other substances that's not my thing and I don't do that um at all anymore and as far as the other other substances those were like kind of like few and far in between instances but it's like the way he interacts with me and um it's like constant inference inferences that like I'm fucked up 
You're like, what's wrong with you? Like, you don't sound like Gaide. Like, he'll say some shit like that to me. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you? Like, here we go with the bullshit. You know? And it's like, one, I'm trying to, like, start a fucking empire. <laughs> and two, it's like, I'm in debt, working my way out of debt. And in my mind, it's like, I'm not spending money on drugs. I'm not blowing money on drugs. I'm not blowing money on anything. You know, I do spend money on pot. I do buy pot. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'll buy, like, an eighth. You know, I might buy a quarter. Like, you know, and it's like, you know, $20, $30, $40, depending on where I go. And uh, out of, like, a $1,000 check, so to speak, right? And it's like, yeah, that's not, you know, I'm not in trouble I'm in because I'm buying $30 worth of weed every two weeks or some shit like that, you know? Um, Or $70 worth of weed every two weeks like that. Not to say that if I didn't spend that, that couldn't go towards something else, right? Like, I could have been taking maybe that little $70 and putting it... Let me not say little... I sound I like I hated it myself just now, didn't I? Take that little $70. Take that $70 and, and put it in the child support payment, right? Um, But even that. Like, I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, man, if I don't have it... And I should have it. I should have it. But it's like, if I don't have it, whatever I have, put it there. You know what I mean? Like, he just comes first in every way. And that's the most cringiest thing. Like, just not being able to, like, understand that... Like, um, I saw a video. I'll end on this, right? When you talk about cringe and just, like, my inability to be a father to him was is is the most cringiest shit as fucking ever. And I'm going to I'm gonna record a podcast about him. Um, I'm, I'm planning it. Um, not planning it like I'm planning to mapping it out, just like I've been planning to do it. But I watched a video today of a little boy who was blind and, um, feeling this like firefighter's outfit and you know the little boy just feeling all over this man and just his little body just trying to get familiar with this thing that he's never actually seen right like they say that he understands what a fireman is he understands what a fireman does but this is his first time in how they put in quotation marks seeing a fireman in person and just like he's like touching everything right like the mask the 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 you know the jacket like you know what i mean the fabric the pipe on the back like he tries to climb the fireman at one point right and the fireman is kind of like not necessarily saying no but it's like because it like it's, it was such a it was such a thing where it's like he's trying to understand this and i'm telling you i've never in my life just felt like such a fucking loser when it comes to my son you know not nothing else like I don't give a f- like I'm not even gonna lie to you you know what let me not let me let, let, I, cause I have to I wanna talk about him like I said but you know watching that and just like man and just seeing how much the firefighter wanted to pick this little boy up and just like cradle him and like tell him like hey man like like almost like he wanted to pull his own fucking eyes out of his head and give him to the little boy so he could like just live like just a little easier you know and like I know now and I know that sounds like man you should have been known that like I get that I you know I'll take that let me not even say anything cool sounding I'll take my fucking talking to it's like I see now that my only job man is to just make sure that he doesn't fuck up and anytime he fucks up I'm just there you know what I mean to just like pick him up and you know Cause that's what my dad does for me also 
and me and my me and my dad and me and my son have a very there's like such a weird parallel there you know um down to like my son living in Ansonia, Connecticut, me living in New York, like like things like that. Um, but it's like when I have trouble, like when I have real, real trouble, I call my father, you know, um, and he'll make something happen. It may not be what I need to be done, you know what I mean? But it's like yeah, no, I'm 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 going to do what I can within reason, you know, um, I'm not going to break the law, or, you know what I mean, these things, like, in regards to him, you know, like, I'm not going to, I can't break you out of jail, um, but, you know what I mean, we'll figure it out, and I remember when he bought me the camera and gave me this MacBook that I'm using, brand new, and I was like, you don't understand how much this means to me, like, you know what I mean, you don't understand how big of a help this is. And uh, he was like, I hope one day you do. And uh, I repeated that. I was like, no, no. Like I said, you don't understand how much this means to me. And he was like, yeah, no, I get it. And I, I just hope one day you do. Like, just like, again, I'm like, what the fuck? And, um, you know what I mean? He's, he's talking about my son. Like, yeah, yeah, I hope one day you start, like, doing this for him. You know, and... Uh, That's cringe, you know? But again, it's not a bad thing. It's unpleasant, it's unfortunate, it shouldn't have happened, but it's an opportunity to grow. And the only way I can really rationalize it, there, there is no rationalizing it. Um, the only thing that I can do, that's, 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 that's God telling me to wrap it up. The only thing that I can do is um, is be there now and just earn his trust and love you know and I, I plan on doing that like I've had such a hard time just with everything I can't I'm not gonna go into specifics and particulars but I've felt like I've I'm I'm finally I feel at the point where like I I'm 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 gonna be there, and I'm getting a little flustered. Or I can't really articulate it, but it's like no I'm 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 at there's <laughs> sorry executives, I hit moments in my life where I know a change is gonna come. Um, just it's something has to, something is giving. It's not even that something has to give. Like something is giving. I remember waking up in my mom's living room on the futon I was sleeping in and just like, all right, now I got to go back to New York. We were all leaving the apartment in a couple of days, if not the next day, um, after I left. Um, but it was like, yeah, now I got to go. Um, There's plenty of instances like that where it's like, I got to leave New York. I got to leave Connecticut. I got to leave New York. I got to leave Connecticut. And um, I, you know, for whatever those, whatever those yielded, Right, not much um, experience, I guess. But that's where I'm at right now. Like I remember, this last time, I guess when I left the shelter, I was like hitting my brothers up. Like it got to the point where I even called my brothers Vincent and Sean for money, and they both sent me money. Like they really did. And I remember just like telling, I believe it was my brother Vincent. I think it was both of them, and my brother Vincent ended up sending it. Um, he like texted 
my brother Sean, he was like, I got it, don't worry about it. And he was like, um, I was telling him, I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm right there, dude. Like, I'm like, I know I've been asking and all these things and I've been up and down, but it's like, I'm on, I'm on the verge. Like, I'm on the top of the hill and I'm about to just start, you know what I mean, uh, going down. And I just, I just need this little bit of help. And they did. And that's where I feel I'm at right now with my son, but not with necessarily the help as far as like with myself. Like, I'm, I'm right there. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of helping myself and I'm on the verge of not needing help from anyone in the way that I've needed it prior to this part in my life. Excuse me, prior to this part of my life. I know I'm gonna need help going forward. I'm very adamant about the fact that as people, we need help to actually make real progress. You know what I mean? I know I can't build this, the 110 exec alone, but I'm trying to do as much as I can now and be as <sighs> proactive in it now so that people see me being this way. But again, not to go too far, um, I, I just know that that's where I'm at right now. You know, like I'm tired of being cringe as a father. So like everything else, I've, I'm tired of being a fucking a scrub. When people see me, I look like a bum. I'm tired of going somewhere and, and acting like a subordinate, right? So I, I just, I kiss ass, that, that, to me that's cringe. I kiss ass a little less. And when I make it a point to do that, or let me not say when I make it a point, like I've been fortunate enough to fix those problems so I think for whatever God whoever the fuck whatever you want to call it I am I'm, I'm just there and um, he's my north star you know what I mean like he's my fucking he's my shining he's my true north you know um, so yeah that and being cringy, man. I, being cringy is my true north also, man. I, like, you know what I mean? I like being cringy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I fucked it up at the end, right? I threw that little stupid voice. This is good. This is pretty long. I still have some battery left. So when I get home, um, it won't. I won't need to wait so long for this to charge before I head back out because I do need to do some running around. Um, I may or may not check in after that, during that. Who's to say? But to, the rest of the day is mine. This is This is work. I actually, you know what? I probably can do some record. Now I'm recording, editing, um, from when they put the boot on. It was the day after they put the boot on the car. Actually, the day they put the boot, because I got the boot taken off that same day, but the night of. So, but with the help of my father, again, let me just say that. Um, I so yeah, cringe. No. I don't know. That's love, but yeah, um, I will. I'll check back in, executives. Have a great day. Friday, October twenty first, twelve thirty eight in the p.m. Okay. Check back in. Hopefully, I won't have to. I'm gonna listen to this all the way through. I'm probably gonna have to cut some of this, but uh, it's okay. I'm I'm extremely happy with the way this turned out. This may be the best one that I've recorded so far. Um, like the way it sounds I feel as though I've gotten excited a little less than I normally do um, I find myself I find myself talking about something and I get so excited about what it is that I'm talking about and it's like 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to get it across, and it's just like, ah, uh, maybe we should slow down. And I think with that, I will leave you. <laughs> um, executives, till next time. Peace.